0: A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitanirajim Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Wassalatu Wassalamu ala Rasulihi Sayyidina Muhammad Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam The visitors of the Haram Sharif of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala are the guests of Allah Ta'ala They are the wafadu Rahman They are the delegation of the Most Merciful they are in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala From the time they leave their homes Until the time they arrive And the time they come back to their homes Salimina, In a good state And having been enriched from their experience What can I say about the institution of the Haram Sharif? that it wasn't started by Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salam, rather Sayyidina Ibrahim is the one who rebuilt it and reconsecrated it after its place was lost to the people after the flood of Sayyidina Nuh alayhis salatu Otherwise it is a place just like the book of Allah Ta'ala was sent down from another realm and the Wahyindi, revelation of Allah Ta'ala was sent down from another realm this is a place that's also its barakat and its fuyud And its alignment with the celestial barakat and tawajjuhat and rahamat Blessings and divine attention and divine focus and mercies All of them come down on this place to the point where the one who makes talaf is receiving reward And the one who's praying is receiving reward And the one who looks at the house receives reward. So many of the time, people like myself often talk about the dangers of looking at the haram or seeing the haram. It's such a beautiful and wonderful experience to be able now to talk about the ni'mah and the shukr of Allah Ta'ala to see something that is beautiful. Because the reason looking at haram is haram is because the eyes have a direct Lying to the heart So seeing the, the house of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala Seeing the people praying And circumambulating Seeing your own presentation of yourself In the court of the Rabb In the court of the Lord It is a moving experience To say the least And it's a blessing from Allah But like all blessings It has a prerequisite in order to benefit It has a prerequisite in order to benefit It has shurut. What is a shart? A shart of that thing, a condition, a prerequisite is that thing that you need to have in place before doing something in order for that thing to happen. So just like you cannot drive if you don't have a car, and just like you cannot go to medical school if you don't know how to read, just like you cannot go to the fifth floor without passing through the fourth floor, People who study quantum mechanics I'm not talking about electrons I'm talking about macro level things Just like that There are certain prerequisites To benefiting from this Mubarak place Or from the awliya of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Or from the prophets Or from the Quran Or from anything In the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Do you not see that there are certain people That Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa His spiritual effect was so strong That they They even were on their way to kill him Sallallahu alayhi wa And his ruhaniya and his faith, It uh, affected them To the point where they didn't leave this world Except for from the highest, maqam of, 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 uh, highest Maqamat of wilayah But there are also certain people Like Abu Lahab Who is literally a, a Blood relative of the Prophet Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa father's brother And uh, he was completely impervious He's immune to any sort of spiritual benefit From Sayyidina Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Why? Because those shurut and those prerequisites Were not fulfilled in him So how is he going to benefit from Sayyidina Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam It's like a A a person who's dying of thirst And there's a a, a, You know 25 gallon uh, Water container Two feet away from him But between him and that water container Is a foot thick Uh, Iron wall Even though it's very close by He's not going to benefit And these prerequisites are of three types There are ritual prerequisites Like wudu is a prerequisite toward Toward making salat There are Mental prerequisites Which are the aqaid The Ummahatul aqaid Those most important things of aqidah That are the conditions of iman and there are spiritual rec- prerequisites, which is the, the, the uh, subject matter of tasawwuf. And unfortunately, we also see some people who come to these Mubarak places um, without, without one or more of these prerequisites. Um, a very simple example of the ritual prerequisites, the res- requisite amount of knowledge a person needs. Our people from America, Allah Ta'ala forgive us, we don't prepare for this journey at all. We don't prepare for this journey at all. We don't prepare for this journey at all. The fuqara and masakeen, some of them are like illiterate. People from India, Pakistan, Bangladesh, things like that, from different parts of Africa. They attend classes and camps. They'll have like literally like day-long sessions, like four or five of them, where they'll learn and memorize all of these different shurut and du'as and things like that in order to do the the the... The monastic properly, the the rituals of, of 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 pilgrimage properly, and we just think we're going to read a book on the plane, and then we sleep through the plane ride as well, and we don't read that book, and then we mess up our rituals um, when we when we get here, and that's you know something that that you know it's not. How can I say like that's something that's completely our fault don't let's not at that point blame the group leader or the group imam or blame you know the the government or here or there, or let's not blame other people for that. That's something we should know about beforehand. We should study these things beforehand. you know no man will marry a woman without seeing her picture uh, at least no man in his right mind. Without knowing something about her Without knowing, you know, what her interests are Without knowing, you know, what her, you know, education she has This, that, and the other thing Why? Because when you love somebody, you want to know about them And there are certain ulama they, they, their whole lives they, they, they study the deen They know they will never have enough money or means In order to come and see the Mubarak house of Allah Ta'ala Or see the, the Mubarak court of Sayyidina Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in Madina Munawwara But they study every single detail about these things Why? Because of their love, because of their mahabba and you know, it's one of those things that I'm not bringing it up in order to say bad about people you, you, know, you understand? I'm not bringing it up in order to say bad about people Because sometimes the ways of the awliya of Allah Ta'ala um, Of which I, I, I'm not anywhere near except for Allah Ta'ala by His fadl Showed me some of, some of the people that, 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 that showed the signs of His love um, if you don't see them the way they do things And the way they think about things And the way that they conceive of things Then how would we have known How would we have known If we were able to figure all this out Out on our own There wouldn't have been a need for wahi Or for, for the Rasul Sallallahu alayhi wa Even though needs most. he is the thing that the entire creation needs most he's the thing that the entire creation needs most Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam but the thing is that you know, so I'm not saying this you know in order to make tanqid on people, rather just remember you know if you're on this trip or you're not on this trip or you're going or you're not going or whatever, you got to read up and that's how, how a person you, you know their their love will make them want to know about the one that they love, and this is an intersection of what both fiqh and tasawwuf in the same place, and aqeedah as well that you want to know about where you're going, what are you going to do, what are the what is the the ritual. Uh, significance behind doing something What are the symbolic significances behind doing something How should your heart be What, what, what tasawwar or conception Should your mind make about that That place or that thing when you're doing it you know, How are you going to do all of those things um, We need to know about that Before going um, And this is something you see for example People trying to kiss the Rukun Yamani Or people uh, you know, for example Sisters will go very close to the Kaaba When there's Zahma When there's a, a great rush and then people will push them around um, and then they'll scream and say, Oh, look, I'm you know, a woman, how dare you, this and that and the other thing. And the fact of the matter is that, that at that place, Mubarak place, the Fuqaha have said that it's makruh or haram depending on the level of rush for sisters to go uh, so close to the Kaaba at that level of rush. And you'll see actually many of the pious ulama men, they'll make tawaf from afar just because they don't want to be put into that position. Uh, and so, you know, if a woman gets pushed, you know, and she looks at somebody and says, how dare you? Um, she should know as well that the, the same crowd that's pushing her is pushing th- that person as well. Uh, or people, you know, there are a lot of strange things that people do. A little bit of an, uh, knowledge or information would have, um, would have helped. Um, and so that's the what? That's the uh, ritual uh, prerequisite of, of going to. The uh, uh, house of Allah Ta'ala Or really any other act of the deen Is that you should know about it You should have knowledge first And then do action We're not people who are action first And then knowledge Action first and then knowledge Is like okay here You know communism Sounds like a good idea Stalin kills 10 million people And like the economy of half of the world Is depressed and backwards And then we're like Hey yeah you know what Maybe it's okay to have a free market Here and there We don't, we don't follow that That's the way of kufr That's the way of jahl That's the way of disbelief And that's the way of what? Of ignorance to do first and then shoot first and ask questions later. That's not, that's not the prophetic methodology. That's the methodology of tyrants and criminals. So what do we do? We should have the ilmi prerequisite. We should also have the aqidah, the prerequisite in aqidah. If somebody comes to the house of Allah Ta'ala and thinks that Allah Ta'ala lives there, then his sajda in that same haram sharif will be shirk. Not just, not just sin. It will, be, it will be polytheism. It will be idol worship. Not that I'm saying that that's something people do. But it's just a, an, an example, an extreme example Because we know things from there, from their definitions It's an extreme example of what? Of somebody doing something without having the, the, uh, the mental and prerequisites straight in the mind What is the, 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 the black stone? What is the point of the black stone? What did Rasul ﷺ say about the black stone? What is the multazam, the place between the door and the, 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 the black stone? What is its significance? What is the significance of circumambulation? All of these things. Some of these things are really deep things. You're not going to pick them up in a one-hour session. You know? Uh, you have to, you have to you know, spend a lot of time. You have to visualize. You have to know, what does it mean that you're coming to the house of Allah Ta'ala? I mean, Allah Ta'ala is the Malik al-Muluk. He is the king of kings. When's the last time anyone invited you to their house? Did Trump invite you to his house? No. Did Obama invite you to his house? No, I mentioned both of them So that people don't think I'm being partisan Did the king of any country, any senator Any congressman, any governor Even the city council member If you try talking to him He'll probably call the police on you Why? They don't have time for you What does it mean that you're going to the house of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala If you were to go visit a, a, a president Would you go there to shoot the breeze no, you would take a petition, you'd ask for something, you'd express your gratitude for something, you would make a promise, I'll do this for you, I'll do that mm-hmm. for you, I'll f- fundraise for your next campaign. Uh, you know, Muslims, you know, we get treated badly at the borders, can you do something about this, that, or the other thing? Or, you know, I don't like American policy in such and such country is you know, not really in our benefit as Americans uh, or as, as Muslims or whatever, can you change this? You go there with a the maqsid, with a point. You don't say. Look, I spent two thousand dollars in tickets getting here, or I spent not that, mashallah, and you know, and anybody, uh, you know, with our group, our group is a wonderful group, mashallah. Not that anyone with our group said that, but uh, uh, you know, there are people who are known to have this attitude. It's in their back of their mind that look, I, I spent so much money getting here, I deserve a certain class of mm-hmm. service or this or that um, Why? Because it's a consumer culture that we're uh, oriented toward Even more than that I mean for example Amr bil wa munkar To command to that which is right and forbid that which is evil That's part of our deen um, But when you're in ihram and you're saying labbaik you're not here for uh, uh, rectifying other people you're there for your own rectification that's why you're supposed to be quiet and move along these are very hard habits to break um and if you don't know what's appropriate for what time and what place you know you're going to end up you know talking to the president about things that you should talk to the governor about you know you're you know if you're not going to go to visit the president and say hey uh you know we need to uh you know lower the uh, sales tax in illinois because that's not his job that's not what that's not you that meeting is not for that now, uh, the liqaa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala In his mubarak house is what? People, people like you and me We're microbes or bacteria And viruses, we're insignificant You know But Allah ta'ala said Come to my house As clean as you can get You'll never be clean enough to enter But as clean as you can get Come to my house And petition me like the angels petition me And call on me like the angels call on me And say labaik Labbaik means ijabatan ba'da ijabatin. You know, people say Labbaik and the thing is that it's a weird word in Arabic language. It's a very strange word. Um, it's not. It's not. I mean, it's not a literal usage. It's a. It's a metaphor. Linguistically, it's something very few people understand. People say Labbaik they don't know what it means. Uh, it doesn't. It means that not only am I here right now, I'll always be here. Every time you call me, I'll be there for you. And if you knew what labayk was A person who has half a brain would think like You know I'm a munafiq for saying this Because how many times does Allah Ta'ala call us When we're in public or when we're in private When we're hungry, when we're thirsty When we're in a good state, when we're in a bad state Allah calls us to do something and we don't answer And so the subtext in saying labayk is what? It's a complete helplessness You say that you're the master, I'm the slave I'm saying labayk, I can't even labayk So ya Allah, you you give me the ability to labayk you're the one that the bake came from you and it goes back to you. Honor me by by, by, by letting it pass over me. Over my nothingness. You know, that's, that's something you have to think about That you have to understand that The person who comes with an in- intention That I'm going to go back and still transact in riba, I'm going to go back and still lie and cheat Lip off, mouth off to my parents uh, You know, ignore my, ch- my children Ignore my brothers and sisters Ignore ilm, not study those things that I've been saying Yeah, uh, it would be nice to have some escape fantasy To go to some foreign country And study whatever, you know Allah Ta'ala didn't command everyone to become an alim But he did command everybody to be able to learn To read the Quran in its original text which none of us can do, not born Muslims, not converts, none of us. There was a time when people used to accept Islam. They would sit for hours and hours, days, weeks, months, and learn how to read the Qur'an. People don't don't do it. They themselves, uh, you know, it's not their fault. People don't tell them that it's important anymore. And then once they find out it's important, you know that you know people are not doing it nowadays. People born in Muslim families, mashallah, my father is Muhammad Sayyid Sheikh Mufti, uh, blah blah blah, lineage Jafari and Ansari, and uh, you know from this Muslim country and from that Muslim country, and if you know whatever, and we're wonderful and we're this and that. People don't learn; they don't bother to learn how to read the Quran. They don't bother to uh, learn how to do their salat. They don't bother to sit in the majalis of, of zikr. They don't. Bother Bother to sit in the suhbah of the mashayikh regularly that once a week I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dedicate once a week as part of my deen, like I pray five times a day. Forget about, you know, like I'm going to dedicate time for that. People don't even self-relate, pray on time. And then if you're going to come to this joint and be like, labayk, what does that mean? What does it mean when a person doesn't intend to abandon their own desire in favor of Allah Ta'ala's call and then they say labayk? A person who doesn't like Trump at home and says bad about him or doesn't like Obama at home and says bad about him. That's one thing. What do you think if you walk into the White House and you say bad about him? It's something even worse, isn't it? It's a categorically, it's a categorically uh, 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 greater insult that will have more reper- repercussions and, and ramifications. So these are just the, these people, little people, little microbes, bacteria that, that think that they're something. You know, we're just these little bacteria, bacteria and they're bacteria like us. We think we're something in this world. We're all going to die. 4 years is not a long amount of time 8 years is not a long amount of time what do you think about the one who existed bef- you know before time and the one who who al-baqi he will be here forever and 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 there's nothing like unto him and he created everything from nothing if you show up in his court and you front like that what do you think what do you think the the, the consequence is going to be and it's really scary i'm not dogging on other people i'm thinking myself how am i going to show face in front of allah ta'ala you know lebayk saying lebayk and like what plan have I made in order to execute that and not leave those things that, that he forbade me from and not answer the call again? You know, the, the deen calls us to so many things. It calls us to so many ideals. It calls our nafs to things. It calls our mind to things. It calls our body to things. How are we going to fulfill the labaik A person who says labaik in anything but utter humility, uh, uh, anything but utter humility that, Ya Allah, this labaik like the Sahaba made labaik Ijabatam ba'da ijabatan They literally said to Rasulullah wasallam. Imagine the gall, the gall of a person to say it. You know, when nobody believed in him. They said, if you ride your horse into the ocean, we'll ride in after you. If you ride your horse into the ocean, we'll ride in after you. They said this to, to, to Sayyidina Rasulullah wasallam. No 1400 years of this and that No 4 Madhabs in Baghdad and Andalusia No uh, you know, huge like million, four million 4 million people Coming from Hajj from all the nations of the earth They are just a few Just a, a small band of people That the Mushrikeen thought We'll just deal with this and it'll be done you know, Imagine the gall that they had They said if you ride into the ocean Ya Rasulullah will ride in behind you That's Labbaik Now, oh, Molana Saab, this is difficult. Oh, Molana Saab, that's difficult. Oh, how come the sheikh make things, the sheikh make all these problems? The Mashaikh don't make the problems. They tell you what the problem is. They don't make the problem. You understand what I'm saying? I'm eating pork, don't eat pork. Molana Saab, why you make such a big deal? What you were doing was harming you. I'm just letting you know that. I'm not making it up. They said, if you ride your horse into the ocean, we'll ride in behind you. The person who comes with this type of labayk, their umrah is mubarak, 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 maqbul. They have a high maqam with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That person is, as he, if he is, he is, he is the, like, you know, just a chosen one from Allah ta'ala's creation. Uh, uh, you know, he's the, the loved one from Allah ta'ala's creation. He's the one that 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 people literally should rush to shake their hands and rush to kiss them and rush to hug them and rush to, 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 to pray with them and to ask for their du'as and to benefit from what Allah Ta'ala gave them because what Allah Ta'ala gave them is not something created and perishing Allah gave them from His own love and His own love existed forever and will exist forever it's something that once is given it can never be taken away by anybody we buy it. people. Why do they waste so much money insuring things? You know, weird movie stars and sports players—they insure like specific body parts and all this other nonsense. Because human being hates to be in this world, this fleeting world where things can be taken away at any time. So he, wa- he wants to, or she wants to, uh, feel like there's some permanency or something, you know, that can protect them from change. And nothing can protect you from change. This life is the waves. The waves of of. Of time and a circumstance That the person who's happy today is sad tomorrow And the person who's sad today is even sadder the next day it, it, All of these things Everything that's good will all, will all perish Except for what? The thing that has a connection with Allah Ta'ala Who is alive and never dies That person, that labaik is beautiful But imagine also then a person Brings the, 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 the Fake labaik you don't, you don't fake labaik You don't do the labaik fake You don't do that you don't ride goofy on this, on this mountain, my friends. Uh, it's a bad thing. And, you know, if someone did that and they hear this, don't think I'm making fun of you or saying bad about you. We're all in the same boat. We're, it's like the struggle is real. It's just a struggle all of us are going through and uh, if a person did it make tawbah for it and go again inshallah you know in a different way and it's not just hajj and umrah it's every salat it's every dua it's every tasbih it's every time you say la ilaha illallah it's every time ta- every every one of these things we know we're not inna Allah tayyibun la illa tayyib or la illa tayyiban indeed Allah ta'ala is pure and he does not accept anything other than that which is pure uh, this is something that's really like it's part of the essence of Deen and this Hajj and Umrah is such a beautiful thing because it physically tests you to your limits. There's no way you'll be able to make a perfect Hajj, there's no way you're going to be able to make a perfect Umrah. The only one who could do that was Sayyidina Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. His companions tried doing it and they would ask for a dispensation and he would say if al wala haraj, do, do you know, ease up on yourself inshallah in certain ways. And, and don't feel bad about it Because nobody can do this The point is to uh, push yourself to the point That, that you're, you're at the edge Just to show Allah Ta'ala Two things One to show that you would give everything you had for Him And the other is that once your, your own uh, power and strength runs out Once your own devices run out Your own strategizing and your uh, smartness and cleverness run out Then you get to be lifted by the power of Allah Ta'ala's help and then you get to bear witness to the power of Allah Ta'ala's help that He doesn't leave people behind. It's mind-boggling. A person thinks all of these manasik, how am I going to finish them? How am I going to do them? I came from halfway across the world. I'm jet-lagged. I'm tired. I have to do, you know, I'm, I'm you know, Americans, man, we drive from one side of the Walmart parking lot to the other. How am I going to walk all of this way? I'm tired. i sore. I mean, literally, you see some people in the best of health and they get broken in half in this process. And then you see the other people, um, and, and you see them like old and, and, and hunched over and with you know, diseases and with injuries, and Allah Ta'ala lifts them in such a way that they, they move they move like angels. They move through the, the corridors and the halls of the Masjid al-Haram like angels, mashallah. And how is that possible? That's how you'll you know, behold the, the, the help of Allah Ta'ala. Uh, the mushahada of his musaada, that's how you're going to get it is how is through through giving everything that you have this is one very beautiful thing that a person will very rarely pray their salat like that because they got to go on and do other things in the day this is a time you get to give it give it your all and that's why it's so special so, but you have to have that 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 preparation in your mind you have to have that spiritual preparation you have to have that spiritual preparation. Are you going to move through the Haramein Sharifain looking at beautiful people? Are you going to move through the Haramein Sharifain looking at the shops? Are you going to move through the Haramein Sharifain looking at people's phones? Aawdu billah, aawdu billah, such bad habits. Such bad habits. A snake, you know, what is it going to do? It's just going to look for like a mouse to eat. If you put a piece of art in front of it, it doesn't see any of that. If you put a, a piece of, uh, you know, if you put... You know, a, 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 a beautiful uh, and wonderful person in front of the snake. Snake doesn't care who's beautiful, who's not beautiful. Snake doesn't care who has akhlaq, who doesn't have akhlaq. The snake doesn't care about, you know, he doesn't care about the value of something. Or, he's just looking for a rat to eat and then it's going to go slither back into its cave and go to sleep again. I want. I mean, we have to understand that. I mean, Allah forgive us. I'm talking about myself. If someone sees sees this, you know, don't be like, "Oh why, Malana Sabah was beating up on everybody all the time." I'm just talking about myself. Wallahi. you know, maybe by me talking about my own experience, someone else will get a benefit as well. But you know, we you know, we have to. We're just so conditioned to do all this, just to fill our stomach and uh, f- enjoy our enjoyments, and just you know. And we think it's all fancy, right? We use phones instead of rats. Or we use money instead of, you know, we eat money instead of rabbits. Or instead of a duck, we'll, you know, buy a house. But there's the same just petty things that are really not that big of a deal. You know, houses, there's hundreds of them. Food, you eat it every every single day. In fact, most of us are eating it so much it's literally killing us. Man, but the thing is, it's like th- those same like, stupid like, three, four things, and we think, oh, look, we're so sophisticated because the home is so nice, or the car is so nice, or the food is double, triple organic. It's just it's the same thing. It's like a snake is like, oh, look, I ate a really nice rat today. Everyone's like, dude, what kind of existence is that? What kind of, what kind of life is that? We have to have the spiritual preparation. You can't come here like, with the eye of a reptile, with the eye of a snake, that we're just like here to fill our stomach and go to sleep, that's gonna be totally like a barrier to be- getting any benefit at all, whatsoever. It's gonna be this like really, and it's like when you step back, you know, and look at the bigger picture, it's so lame. You're such a loser for that. I mean, there are literally kings uh, and princes that have killed people. Uh, and killed, you know, destroyed cities, destroyed the lives of people. There are people who have done all these things just for a little bit of money that they're not going to spend. It's all going to be there. You know, this is interesting, the, the plan, وَالْعَقِبَةُ للمتقين. Allah Ta'ala says in his book that in the end, everything's for those who fear him. The, the people who fear Allah Ta'ala, everything's for them. The dynasties of the Sasanian and Parthian emperors mm-hmm. of Persia and not the, 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 the Achaemenid emperors of Persia, uh, Sham, right? The, the Ptolemaic dynasty that ruled over Egypt, the Phara- Pharaonic dynasties that ruled over Egypt, all of these uh, you know, Mushrik kings of India, Buddhist kings in Central Asia, amassed huge, Manichaean kings of Central Asia, they amassed huge amounts of wealth, the Mongol armies, they, they, they churned, Through the step of Central Asia And they literally ran roughshod over over the world All for what? That one day the salahiyat The money, the gold, the silver, the jewels The know-how, the the technical know-how All of it will one day come into the service of Islam All of it one day will come into the service of deen All of it one day will come into the service of the deen All of it You'll see all of this Entire dunya What's inside of it All of it One day will come Into the service Of the deen Of Allah and His Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Everyone is trying To look out for number one And think about themselves They're trying to think 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 about themselves And like what's my benefit I have to live my life I can't just you know Islam Everyone in Islam Is doing well And I'm the one who dies You know poor and hungry and, And alone And God knows what Right Let me tell you something Everyone's gonna die even if you're beautiful Even if everybody loves you Even if you live healthy your whole day And you have the, the house that you want And you marry the person you want And you get the car that you want And you get the money that you want And the respect from people And you get to study And you get to do everything you ever wanted to in your life is just wonderful and beautiful You're still going to die Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa passed from this world Who do you think you are? Sayyidina Nuh a.s. did dawah for 950 years. He still passed. Sayyidina Musa a.s. Allah Ta'ala parted the Red Sea and drowned his enemy in front of him. Allah Ta'ala saved him and his people. It's still, though, at one point you're going to leave from this place. We're busy looking out for ourselves, for the security and safety. You're not going to get it here. The Haram Sharif is like one of the, it's a beautiful place because it reminds you a little bit of like a sneak preview of that safety security. That's why it's Haram and Aminan. It is a secure Haram. Dakhalo, uh, kana aminan. The one who enters it, that, that person is safe and is secure. Uh, uh, you know, Enter, enter into it in a whole way, free from any harm. Aminina, uh, with assurance that 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 you can rest, relax. No one's going to do anything to you. These two places, that's what they are, like a sneak preview for jannah. And they're for what? They're not for eating and drinking and enjoying and relaxing and all. This. It's for what? It's for the worship of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. The Darul Aman is going to be on the other side. al uh, Whatever difficulty, whatever you go through, don't be these petty people who are just there to like ingratiate themselves. I'm not saying everyone has to quit and become, you know, go to the Madrasa and say Allah Allah for the, you know, until they die of starvation or whatever. Keep doing what you're doing, but know that you're a piece of a larger puzzle in this world, which is glorious. But it's nothing compared to what it's nothing compared to what Allah Taala has created for the people who love Him in the in in the Akhirah. And that little perspective to the outsider, it may change very little from their observing because you're still going to go to work every day and you're still going to go to school and you're still going to do the things you do. But what is it? It's a mental prerequisite to getting benefit from this place and from any other part of the deen. And to Allah Ta'ala, it makes all the difference in the world. To Allah Ta'ala, it's more difference than there's a difference between a shark and between a dolphin. Uh, To Allah Ta'ala, it makes all the difference in the world. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala give all of us tawfiq to understand these things, to change our lives for the better, Allah Ta'ala make the best part of our life what's in front of us, and make the best day of our life our last day, and the best moment of our life the last moment, and the best speech, our last speech, La ilaha illallah Sayyidina Muhammad Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and may He accept it from us and give us a death better than our life, and may He give us a time in the barzakh and in the grave better than our death. And may He give us a resurrection better than our time in the Barzakh. And may He give us a gathering better than our resurrection. May He give us a drink from the Haudh of the Prophet wasallam. May He give us the Shafa'ah of the Prophet wasallam. May He give us a judgment better than, than, our, than our gathering. And may He give us a Maqam forever with His Awliya. Uh, and with the ones that love Him and that, that He loves uh, in Jannah. This place is such a beautiful place. Uh, just a cab driver. Imagine, He was a patently uneducated person. Just a little reminder I wanted to share before signing off That he said that, he said that um, You know the problem with this ISIS And with all these other crazy groups You know going around marauding and killing people in the Muslim world He said don't they know That the Messenger of Allah وسلم, Said that to break the Kaaba how holy and sacred is the Kaaba that to break the Kaaba stone by stone to break the Kaaba stone by stone is less of a big deal with Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala than spilling the blood of another muslim uh, and so i thought that was the message we're sharing uh, it's a reminder we're sharing Allah ta'ala give us all so much tawfiq wa sallallahu ta'ala wa عَلَى ala مُحَمَدٍ muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi sallam